0: Welcome to the Places Where We Go podcast. Hello, I'm Julie.
1: And I'm Art. We're the hosts of the Places Where We Go podcast. Join us as we share our travel stories. We'll tell you about where we've been, what we saw, and what we did. We're always looking for a bit of an adventure.
0: Sometimes we travel far. Sometimes we explore the places in our own local backyard. Wherever we go... We'll let you know about the highlights and top tips to help you plan your future adventures.
1: This is the Places Where We Go podcast. Thanks for joining us on the Places Where We Go, where today we have some special guests with us to talk about a pretty amazing trip, one that's the style of something, Julie, that you and I have spoken about many times that's something we've wanted to do. Right. And we recently came across this trip that happened, and we thought it'd be interesting to uh, invite these guests over and learn about their experience to help us prepare down the road. Yes.
0: So, our guest today is Joe and Lorraine Farrell. They are a beautiful couple that have five children. They're now all adults, and they have 10 grandchildren. So, and I've known them for quite a long time through our church. And I just kind of fumbled across Facebook, and I am, of course, friends on Facebook with them, and I saw a post, and you were already into your trip, and I said, wow, this is really cool.
1: There was a day where I jumped on Facebook, and I saw the two of you were going on a cross country road trip. So I thought, this is going to be cool. I'm going to see where you go. And next thing I knew, you were going from where we live in Ventura County, California, to somewhere else in California. And then you were up in Oregon, going up towards Washington. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, cross-country. I thought I was going (laughs) the other way. But then, lo, lo and behold, soon enough, as soon as you hit that top left-hand corner of the United States you all started to go the other way and the trip went on and on and on and you were just going to all these amazing places and it turned out to be yeah Yeah. quite an amazing trip
2: and actually I miscalled it because I called it cross country, which would be like from west to east coast. But it was really around the country. It was north, east, south, and west.
0: Right. I think that's why we got a little thrown off because we kept seeing you going up the west coast, (laughs) (laughs) and we're like going, "Are they going to (laughs) turn at any point?"
1: This is the kind of trip that Julie and I have spoken about many times, something that we'd like to do for us. It's not something that we'll be able to do. I think until I retire, which is hopefully going to be soon because we would love to do something like you did where it's like that amount of time where you take the time to see everything. So tell us about how the idea for this trip came up and kind of the thought process of doing this around the country trip.
3: Well, Initially, it was going to be on our 50th anniversary, which was last year, and COVID happened last year, and so we couldn't do that. And also, we had part of that trip, we were going to have a family reunion as a cruise to Bermuda from New Jersey. So uh, we always thought about going across country. We have relatives there and, and see different things. And And so it didn't happen last year. The the, uh, reunion didn't happen last year or this year either, actually, because it was a cruise and it didn't make sense. So fortunate for us, in one sense, that the cruise didn't happen because we would have to make get across country in about 12 days. And that would have really cut out a lot of things because we had a granddaughter and grandson graduations to go to last year, but not this year. So they said, hey, let's take our time. So the reason we went up uh, north is to visit Lorraine's sister in Washington, in uh, Camas, Washington. We made a little deal that we would stay with relatives three full days that we had. And so her sister and Camas, and then we went up to Idaho and stayed with my sister, not in the house, but by them for three days. So the generation of just wanting to see... Parts of the U.S. that we hadn't seen. And
2: we seeing places we had been, you know, states we had been through.
3: Right, right. So that's kind of the genesis of it. Being retired obviously helps quite a bit because we were two and a half months on the road. And
1: that's how it started. And then have you done a cross-country like this before? Or is this the very first time you've done it?
2: We have done cross-country in a car, like mm-hmm. when we moved out to California from New York. And another time when we moved from New York to Colorado. So, I mean, we've gone across the country a couple of times, but not in a camper.
3: And not as a tourist, just to get to a job. Right, right. You know, just to move, basically, so.
2: Well, first of all,
0: I would like to give you a belated congratulations on 50 years of marriage. That's awesome. Thank Thank you. Thank you. We had seen your Facebook posts, and we saw your rig, and that was a little surprising to me, too, because... I didn't expect that type of rig. So why don't you tell us about your rig and what sure. you traveled in?
3: We've had a Lance camper. It's an 820 Lance camper. It's sits uh, on our truck. We've had the truck and the camper for now 16 years. And now knowing that we we're going to be on this long trip, we wanted to do some things, check on some things, get some of the appliances checked out, you know, and tuned up, like the, the heat water heater and the refrigerator, the air conditioner, make sure that works. So we took it to a place, Barber RV, and they also put a, this is in Ventura, and they put a uh, an awning, which you can control with a button, you know, to pop it okay. out. So Remote we, type of thing. Yeah, oh, so the, the, the camper is, the furthest we took it before was to Colorado. See mm-hmm. my sister in Colorado and, and, and Colorado itself. And uh it worked fine. The truck in itself was we bought the truck for using it as a camper in two thousand five. We got that tuned up before and, and fixed up with some things to fix up and everything worked. It went over eleven thousand miles with it, so and it
0: worked fine. That's know. awesome. And how many square feet were you living in?
2: It's small but it's so comfortable. Uh-huh. Everything in it is made so well, even The bed is comfortable. Usually Mm -hmm. in a camper it's not, but this is very nice. And Mm -hmm. the only drawback is that it's narrow so that, and we don't have a pop-out. So to get from the back door through the camper, usually go one at a time. But other Mm -hmm. than that, you have plenty of room like for uh, seating, for meals, and you have a good size refrigerator, a nice little bathroom that's a bathroom, shower bathroom, and nice appliances. It's very comfortable. It's Mm -hmm. extremely comfortable. And I really didn't get tired of being in it after 78 days. I didn't feel like, oh, my gosh, let me out of here. I can't wait to get home to our house. I felt very comfortable.
3: A little bit more room would have been nice, but we had everything stored that we needed. Like maybe it would have been nice to be able to store, I don't know, oh, a... A barbecue thing, but, you know, and and we didn't have room for that, but, mm-hmm. but we didn't right. need it.
0: <laughs> right, because you, the bed of the truck was the camper itself, so everything had to be right. stored. The camper
3: sits on the yeah. bed, and you latch right. it down. Right, and it's, right, it's tight. so
0: you had no storage space in the, in the back of the truck because... You, you're actually living in that camper there. Yeah, exactly,
3: exactly.
2: But over the 16 years, you get to learn a lot of ways to make all the cabinets work to their utmost. Uh, And it was so organized. I was so happy because I like to be organized. Uh And everything, we just had everything. We knew where to go to get things. It was not a problem, so it worked out good. One
3: of the things that is nice about a truck camper, it is small, so... You can go into a parking lot and practically park where a car does not. Mm-hmm. You, you don't really, but but you don't have too many issues with space. And, and right. You can take the camper off when you go, but we did not at all. And so wherever we went, we had our you know food, bathroom, could lie down. You know. Get yeah, out. kind of everything
1: that you need. And yeah, that's a great point that. The kind of vehicle that you're traveling in, you could just about take that anywhere versus yeah. we have a a trailer that connects to the truck and then it's it's almost thirty feet from front to back and then the yeah. length of the, the truck and yeah. that limits places that we can be, so yeah. Yeah, that exactly. I think makes yeah. you know your situation is a lot more convenient so you talked about getting your vehicle ready. other things that you did to prepare for the trip?
3: Yes, we had reservations that. Every place we went, before we left, we did not, we St. didn't Julie, want a chance it.
1: planning is an important <laughs> thing. Okay. Uh,
3: I got a little scared. We saw Father Joe Shea's uh, relatives in uh, South Dakota, and they had owned some land and sold to a, a resort called Heart Resort. The family's not associated with it now at all. But almost 500 campsites, and we called to make a reservation. Now, this is be a July 4th weekend. No openings. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my gosh.
1: How far in advance were you trying to make the reservations?
3: I think it was the first week of June. Okay. You know, and we okay. were leaving oh, June okay. 16th. Okay. Okay. You know? yeah.
1: yeah, it's interesting because I mean, we're right now trying to plan. We're, we're talking about planning a vacation for summer 2022. Mm-hmm. We're thinking about going to South Dakota to the Badlands. Mm-hmm. And just the other night, I started to look at places that we might stay at. And along the way, there's already places that this far out are already selling out.
2: But we had things going on that we couldn't plan our trip, the reservations, as early as we would have liked. So I would recommend doing it sooner than that, just mm-hmm. to be on the safe side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like we left on June 16th. I think it would have been better if we started looking around May 1st or whatever, or mm-hmm. maybe even earlier. But it was just circumstantial that we had sure. to wait to do oh, it. Right.
3: We did get reservations. Some places we didn't get what we wanted in the place, you know, in terms of the a campsite, but uh, we did get places. We did you know, get and we took it took over two days t- to line that stuff up.
2: Oh
0: yeah, it took a while. Yeah, hmm. I'm sure it, it took a lot of like two full days of lining
3: that up. It yeah, did. am Sure. Did. Then, yeah. The yeah. Ring, I would do it, and then yeah. she check it. Yeah. Sure yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And then also you had to plan the separation between the campsites so that you wouldn't be traveling too far each day so sometimes we would even have to add in another campground in between that we didn't intend to go to that place but we would just stop there overnight so that we wouldn't have to drive too long during the day
1: yes yeah, so did you have like a maximum amount of hours or miles that you said hey this we're not going to do any more than this per day
2: we tried to get to the campsite by around 4 5 the latest uh-huh, when it was right. still light We tried to keep it at around 300 or so, but there was one day that we went way over and it was accidental. Do you want me to tell you about that real quick? Sure. Yes. Okay. So we went to Washington the first night, uh, not Washington, I'm sorry, the upper Northern California the first night. And the next day we were going to go to Oregon and we wanted to get a place in Oregon, in the Southern part of Oregon to spend the night. Uh And what was the name of it again? Phoenix. It was called Phoenix, Oregon. So we had that in our mind, and then when we were looking for places to stay, we found Phoenix RV. We didn't look close enough, I guess, because Phoenix RV was in northern Oregon. So that day, we drove and drove and drove and drove. Oh, okay. So we, we drove
3: that day on the order of 600 miles. Oh. And uh, and it was right through you know Redding in that area was really hot, yeah. getting to be 110. And yeah. I was kind of concerned, perhaps the truck would overheat. You know, we turned off the air conditioning and stuff. It, 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 we made it fine; it wasn't an yeah. issue. But that was like a shock. You know, said, like, "Oh my gosh, we gotta go 600." And we we tried to keep that 300. Someday, one one or two days, maybe 400. Most of the time it was under 300. Right. And the other thing we did that I was a, I think a good idea is we 100 miles driving, and stop. Now, now, a lot of times you got to stop for gas mm-hmm. or food or just stop, you know, to go to the bathroom or just, re- just shut the eyes and relax, you know. Uh-huh. So oh, okay. And we did that. Okay.
2: Did you switch drivers?
3: Hmm. Nope. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: drove for part of the trip in South Dakota, and it was right by Custer's Last Stand. And we thought it might be our last step. <laughs> because I wasn't used to driving the camper. He usually drives it. I wanted to help out. Yeah. But getting onto the highway there, it was very curved. And he kept saying, go faster, go faster, getting on uh-huh. to the on-ramp. And I knew I had to speed up at the end. But he was having me speed up right away. And then all of a sudden, the camper was going like swaying. this. Swaying. Oh, and no then I then I slowed down and I... He said, you have to be easy around the curves. And I drove about six fifty miles 50 or so miles. back to the campsite after that. And I did fine, but it was just the initial. And after that, I thought, you can drive. Yes. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, you know what? I didn't even realize that those type of campers can sway. Yeah, didn't, if you, you know, turn
3: jerk it too quickly, a woo-woo. Oh, wow. Relatively high wow. center of gravity. Yeah, so. But she drove 50 miles of the 11,000 miles. <laughs>
2: Oh, for you, Faithful navigator.
0: That's very important job. It oh. is. <laughs> oh. So it sounds like you kind of planned your route uh, around family. There were some family yes. visits. Yes. Is there any other things that you planned your route around? Dayton.
3: In terms of from beginning to end, definitely wanted to see Glacier National Park. I wanted to take in a, a few presidential libraries. We only got to one, which was uh, Lincoln's Library. Which was fantastic. And, and, uh, I wanted to go by my university where I went to school, University of Dayton, oh, okay. Dayton, Ohio. And in, in Dayton was the uh, Air Force uh, National Museum. We wanted to go, well, then relatives. And we wanted to see Niagara Falls because it was right along the route. We wanted to see New Orleans. We wanted to see Nashville where my, our granddaughter is. And uh, those things were planned in. St. Louis, definitely. I wanted to take okay. in a baseball game, and we were able to. We were in the New York area, so we definitely wanted to see the 9 11 memorial. Uh-huh. Right. I wanted to go to a the game there, but having known the New York area, you don't want to be in a camp or in a subway late at night. I just didn't, didn't feature. I've been to Mets and Yankee games, but yeah. we're St. Louis. From New York right, right. Yeah. But right. we did go to a baseball game in St. Louis, so we took in that. And the arc. And the Ark, yeah. You know? So those yes. things uh, were definitely... Washington, D.C., we want to take in that. Mm-hmm. We want to take in... And, uh, Philadelphia. And Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. Gettysburg, you know, Gettysburg. Yeah, Gettysburg. Uh-huh. We want historic, History interests us. Right. But along the way, and we'll mention, we'll mention this book, and I saw it advertised. Oh, that's good. Monuments, Marvels, and Miracles. And this has got lots of Catholic uh, places Vied in America, and states. Places. And so... We, wherever we, it was along the route, we would visit this place. In fact, for example, Missoula, uh-huh. there's a church there. I forget the name. Wasn't there? Saint Xavier. That we was amazing. There. The we were there. <laughs> you were there. Yeah. So, so this is interesting.
1: Is when you were on your trip, we were in Glacier National Park and doing our whole Montana thing, and we saw you posting about I think that city, mm-hmm. like with a day or two mm-hmm. after we had left theirs, and we didn't know that you're going to be going through yeah. there. So yeah. it was just yeah. funny that yeah. our paths almost. Completely recycling. Very close.
0: Yeah. We could and,
2: have ran into each other on the street and said, hey. <laughs> That's right.
0: We could have. We're at the church.
2: Yeah.
0: So this is Mo- Monuments, Marvels, and Miracles, A Traveler's Guide to Catholic America from Marion Amberg. These kind of guidebooks are things that we love to use. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you pick things of interest and then you planned around that. Yeah, mm-hmm. starting with family first, and then you mm-hmm. caught all these things that you wanted to see. Right, right, yeah. right. So very cool. Yeah, very cool.
1: So we'll we'll add that in the show
0: notes. We will.
3: It'll tell you something about it. The website about it, and, and we I don't know how many. There's probably a dozen at least things that we
0: came at, at least a dozen, maybe even more. Uh, I think uh, there was more. Yeah, when we were in Italy, they I saw had a similar book or something uh, that was given to me by a friend. Uh-huh. That talked about miracles in the area. Yeah. And so we actually went to one city we were specifically because of that book. Yeah. And okay. It was
1: awesome. Well, we did it completely on a, on a whim. It wasn't yeah. part of our itinerary. Yeah. We happened oh, to yeah. be in Venice, mm-hmm. and Julie was reading about this place in a town called Ferrara. And we, look, we looked up, we went to the train station and found out we could be there like in about an hour or so. So we just took one day and just did something that was totally unplanned, yeah. but again, yeah. something we read about in a book. and right. Yeah. We're in the neck of the woods. You know, we're not in why Italy not, every day. Right? So, yeah, yeah right so why right. not? Before you hit the road to do this trip, was there anything or any things that you were apprehensive about?
3: Uh, yeah, actually, a few things. The truck is uh, 2005, but it only have 50,000 miles on it because we only use it essentially for camping. You know, just that have a blowout or the tires were good though and 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 they lasted in the engine. you know I checked the uh, fluids every day Mm -hmm. and make sure they were you know okay. I had a a little some arthritis in my knee and so I had been going some physical therapy and just before I said you know what why don't I look into getting a cortisone shot you know and I did and because I was the the knee it, it could have been bad that night, and I was thinking maybe I'd have to turn around and come home, you know. Uh, but, with uh, that cortisone shot, whew, it was... Uh, it's still working. It's still working. <laughs> yeah, oh, good, it, it's good. really a miracle.
0: That's some really good planning, though. That's That's something most people would not think about doing.
3: Yeah, with the knee, you know, in a position a long time, I knew it would hurt, and I said, Oh my gosh, it might. We might have to turn around or something like that, but it didn't. It was fine. It worked. You know, the was cortisone rich. is still lasting. Yeah, right.
2: so. We had pretty much mapped it all out, and then I said, Oh, it would be nice to see New Orleans, and it seemed like it was quite a ways south of where we were going to be at, at, right before that. And I said, It sounds so exciting, and we we're going to be over that way. <laughs> you know? So we ended up doing it. And we were both glad we did. It was wonderful.
3: A little apprehensive of cities. We visited like big cities? Yeah, yeah. Just from the viewpoint of a big city being a tough place. Or So, like New York, we, we went into 9 11, and Washington, we went in Philadelphia, Nashville, and New Orleans. But we did not drive the camper into the city. We were able to get trains in New York, Washington, Philadelphia, Nashville. We took a tram. We took a tram, and a granddaughter actually picked up. We weren't too far away from the big city, but wherever we could, we didn't we didn't drive into big city. And and then also New Orleans, we took a a streetcar. They call it. But always a little concerned on the aspect of getting on a train, making sure you know where you're going, Mm -hmm. catching the train back. And then would the camper still be in the parking oh, lot? When right. up, unfortunately, and St. Louis we went into St. Louis also by train, and
2: um, it was funny—not funny—but we had parked our camper at one of the train stations, and on the way back, the view of the parking lot was the opposite parking lot and I looked at it and didn't see our camper we both didn't see it oh we thought oh my goodness oh, but it was on the other disaster. side <laughs> can you imagine you lose everything yeah everything. yeah
0: <laughs>
3: so that was I think uh it's fine we we studied the trains uh schedule in fact we we drove like the day before we would drive to the parking lot mm-hmm. to see what that neighborhood was like so that if it's kind of uh you know we wouldn't, you know, but but we felt comfortable they're mostly a kind of suburban kind of parking lot by the by the train station, yeah. you know
0: so you stayed at campsites, and you didn't do like overnighters, you just you had a few days at these
2: campsites, not all like sometimes we'd just have a stopover to so that we wouldn't have to travel too many miles in okay. one day, okay. and we'd just spend the night most places we stayed at least a couple of days, okay. But then when we visited relatives, we'd spend three full days. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Depending on what it was, like St. Louis, I think we left two full days there, one to go see the Arch and, and one to game. go to a St. Louis game. Yeah. Um, did you
0: ever do like BLM lands or anything like that? Was that...
3: BLM? Like, oh, Bureau, d- of Land Manag- Bureau of Land Management? Uh, just, the Bureau of
0: Land Management? No. The overnighters or...
3: No. Um, in a national park. I mean, uh, you know, we wanted hookups... You know, so okay. we but you know, somebody mentioned it to us, uh what is it? The Corps of Engineers
0: uh-huh.
3: has some places mm-hmm. and they're really inexpensive and apparently they mm-hmm. have hookups in, in different places. Some too. do,
0: some or, don't, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And but we didn't we didn't do that. We just we, we uh went to KOA's. That is our and and it, it's our preferred now what we did serve places There wasn't a KOA, so we we joined Good Sam just in case but, we needed. I mean for our experience for the big thing was when you make a reservation with KOA, they do a, a confirmation email. You've got this place. The good Sam, and there was only a few of them that we did, but good Sam said, well, you know, we didn't get a confirmation. Well, we got your name. You know? Was he was like, <laughs> we had no, no warm it fuzzies. It worked out okay, but it wasn't yeah. solid. Yeah, we heard about
1: that kind of experience just recently from somebody else yeah. where they made a reservation. But because they were en route when they were traveling, they didn't get the um, the attempt the email to c- that to confirm. Was confirming it. Yeah. So and they
0: they were supposed to respond to that confirmation. Oh, oh really? And when they didn't respond because they never saw the email because they were on the road, yeah. they were canceled out.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So it was not a that's was not a, a, that's a good experience. A nice, yeah, that's yeah. another
3: apprehension I <laughs> that you somehow lost a a reservation now and now what do you do when you're right yeah
1: so it sounds like the bulk of this trip you had mapped out before you left like where you were going to be how many days you were going to be there upon doing the trip was there a place that you landed at that you said geez I wish we planned more time for this Uh, place
3: yeah um okay we Washington I think we would leave some more time. Yeah, D.C. We we did see, took one full day, it was a Sunday actually, we took uh, the Basilica and we also visited uh, mm-hmm. John Paul II's shrine. Mm-hmm. That was a full day. Mm-hmm. And the next day we took a hop-on, hop-off thing, and we took the train into into D.C. Mm-hmm. and took the hop-on, hop-off thing and, and, you know, we so the monument and the Lincoln's thing. But there's so much there, the uh, the museum. Smithsonian, you know. I would have liked to see, like to see yeah. a lot more. So Washington, we're from New York, so we've seen a lot of New York. 9-11 was great to see. St. Louis, I guess, would have been another day, maybe, to see a little bit more of that, perhaps. They have a jazz museum there. Or is it blues? Blues or jazz museum? We didn't see that. Oh, this doesn't go into that, but one of the things, we're talking about planning, that we did not do this. And probably you... Maybe you guys did this, but in, for example, in Glacier National Park, oh, to get on the yes. road to the Sun, yeah, it was closed. We couldn't
0: go all the way through. Yeah, we. Oh, the reservations. Yeah. Oh, yes. We had, that. we had that, and that was because I just happened to be perusing through the, I believe, the NPS website, and it came up. It just, I saw this little blurb, yeah. and so I started looking into it further. And I just kind of, met, I said, did you know you needed these reservations, yeah. honey? And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so it was just one of those things I happened to catch.
3: Same thing in uh, in Philadelphia, the um, Liberty Independence, Independence Hall. Hall. We you, saw to the get, Liberty Bell, but had,
2: Independence Hall, we saw from the outside.
3: You know, that may be a COVID thing or something, but if you're going to do there, go, you can get the reservation. Washington Monument, to go up, you had to have a reservation. We didn't have one. Yeah. So those kinds of things, you know. Yeah. Um,
2: We did get some reservations, like we had reservations to go to the Lincoln Museum and Mm -hmm. Library. Mm -hmm. And so we were glad we did. And that was spectacular. We were so surprised. It was amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we find, and this comes in with his amazing planning, is that it's better if there's something you know you want to do. And even though it's for a set time and day, and you've got to get there at that time, I find it better to have the reservation than not. Yeah, yeah, I I'd, 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 I'd rather have it than risk, yes. you know, not being able to go in. Yeah.
3: Exactly, that's weird.
2: Like even 9/11, we had to have a reservation, right. and I'm so glad we did. Yeah. Cuz we've been to 9/11 before, but not in the new museum that they have. Okay. And if we didn't have a reservation, we would not have been able not to been go been through in. it.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you spent 78 days on the road, and which meant that you had Three meals a day times 78. <laughs> so how did you handle the food as you were going through this journey?
2: It went so smoothly. I really, it really uh, was amazing. I'm, I mean, like in the mornings, we'd had simple, although some days we'd get a little fancier and have some French toast and bacon or something, but sometimes we'd just have cereal and fruit. And then lunches, sandwiches, I mean, easy. Uh-huh. takes a minute to make it. Mm-hmm. You can do it while you're on the road because mm-hmm. you're usually on the road at lunch. And dinners, we had fun with it. Like I have an air fryer, and it's a smaller one. It's like a cylinder shaped like a coffee pot. It's uh-huh. not real big, hmm. but you can cook a steak in it and things like that, and it's wonderful. So we had a variety of foods, and they were simple but good. It wasn't like just a lot of frozen TV, not TV dinners, but not a lot of easy, quick little things. I was able to prepare them quickly, uh-huh. and they were fresh and nice, and it was good.
3: You had to go food shopping maybe once a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh, and ice cream was a big deal. Like, <laughs> oh, do they have ice cream at this campground? Let's get some ice cream to have with
1: dinner. So in your camper, there's a refrigerator in it? Yeah. And then do you have it powered by propane in, during travel, or how is it powered?
3: It's uh, three ways. AC. You know when you have the generator on, or you're hooked up, or DC from the truck or from the battery, and it can work on uh, propane.
1: Okay, all right.
3: But I found our fridge uh, when we bought it. It's one that if it gets not level, right, it go it, it'll shut itself down. Oh, right. And I would, as you're driving, it's okay. Can that the uh, motion, that vibration, is okay with it, uh, even if you're not level for a while, going up a hill, but but it, it was a pain in the neck, you know. Every time we'd stop and not at a level, I'd jump out and and turn the refrigerator off. So what I decided to do uh, is okay. We typically didn't have a lot of stuff in the freezer, and typically the ice cream we'd eat the ice cream before, <laughs> it was cold, really quick. So I take water bottles, just regular water bottles, you know, that are unopened, and put them in the freezer, freeze them, and then when we're traveling, I. Turn the refrigerator off, even though it could keep it on D.C., but, but I just keep you know, four or five bottle, frozen water bottles, and that, that, it that worked. worked. Okay. It's such a little simple thing. that, yeah. But it was a pain. I'd go to a gas station here, and it's oh, gosh, I've got to get out quickly. Yeah. And, you know.
2: So that alleviated and, that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, good. When you think back about the whole trip, most memorable part for each of you?
2: Seeing Glacier National Park was amazing. That was amazing. And then Niagara Falls Because I'd driven near Niagara Falls or maybe saw it as a kid but didn't really get the full picture. Uh, And going on a boat all the way to the falls was Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. It was such a a, a neat experience.
1: Did you see the falls from just the American side or did you see it from the Canadian side? Only
2: from the American side because you couldn't, they weren't allowing people to go across. That's right. Yeah, but we could see, I mean, you could see Canada from where Mm -hmm, you were. mm So, and you could see, it. it you know, it was kind of cool to be able to see that. Another place that was, stands out is uh, New Mexico. I'd never been to New Mexico. Well, we uh, were on the border in New Mexico, but never really went to sightsee there. And we went to uh, Loretto Chapel there with the staircase, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, unusual mm-hmm, staircase. Mm-hmm. And then Nashville was really something else, In New Orleans. Those are my f- favorites, I think.
3: Lincoln's things stand out for sure. Niagara Falls is a stand out. 9-11... Definitely a standout, sobering, just like Gettysburg. Just sobering to see, um, seeing, okay, you know, being with the relatives was cool. Because my sister's old, and, and uh, you know, she's up there in high eighties, and and just being with her, and being with the, Lorraine's sister, being with her. We had a f- so much fun with her. They had a mini reunion that th- she has three sisters. In uh, in Connecticut, and we just had a blast. We danced uh, mm-hmm. downstairs the in the basement, and uh, <laughs> went to Saratoga uh, with my nephew. He's got part ownership of some horses. We're in the backstretch watching this, you know, just that. Fl- so many things stand out. Oh my you gosh, know. that must have been so fun. many things. What? <laughs> what?
0: Saratoga. Yeah,
3: that's the the, the race.
0: having yeah having whoever had part ownership. You got a little
2: inside peek. We just got to watch the race from the backstretch. From the backstretch. Uh, uh, okay. and Actually, anybody could
3: go there. I, think. Oh, okay. I had
2: yeah. never, ever bet on a horse. And the first horse I bet on won. Hey! There <laughs> you,
3: you know, go. A <laughs> horse called Running Ray, and Ray is our great <laughs> nephew, so we had to bet on him. He was a friend, he came in. <laughs> There's so much to see in, in the United States. It's, uh, you know. Yeah. Every place we went, we knew... We could see more things, but we told ourselves, "Look, let's see if a few things. No rushing." That was one thing. No rushing, you know. Uh, although we did have to rush a few times to catch a train, <laughs> but, but uh, that I think kept us uh, actually safe from not getting hurt and stuff. Mm. The museum, the Air Force Museum, is something oh, yeah. worth, so worth many seeing. Where, where's that? And, and Dayton, Ohio. Dayton. Okay. Yeah. If you have any interest in aerospace. Even if not, it's just a historical, Mm -hmm. from beginning, airplane to the super jets and Mm -hmm. missiles, too. They have
0: missiles Mm -hmm. here, actually. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to shift a little bit, and I'm going to ask each of you, Mm -hmm. what was the most challenging part of your trip?
2: It wasn't super challenging, but it was like kind of an annoyance in a way, but we we got through it okay. Shortly into our trip, our water heater went out. So... We love to take showers right in our own camper. It's just so convenient. Uh-huh. And so we ended up using the campground showers. Uh-huh. And I had to heat up water on the stove for the washing dishes, but it wasn't a big deal. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It would have been nice to have had it, but that's, we really, things went pretty smooth. So uh-huh. that was, that's really not a major thing at all.
3: I guess the driving kind of got into a, a mode of it, you know. Lorraine was our, my faithful navigator using Waze, you know, mm-hmm. and she was very good. Uh, a, a few times, like in Dallas, we were in Dallas, and oh, I remember Dallas. that, those freeway systems challenged L.A., I, I was amazed, yeah. you know, wow. yeah, they really quite, we didn't get lost, but we made the wrong turn, or it was, uh, I guess, probably the driving for me, had to be wow. the driving, yeah.
1: Okay. When you look back on the trip, if you were to do it again, anything that you would have done differently, Anything like on learning moments along the way?
3: Definitely, as we just talked of, different places, if you need a reservation, Mm. make the reservation. That for sure would be other than that.
2: Of course, there's always more things you want to see when you're in that vicinity, in that part of the country. And maybe even, like I have a cousin in Florida. It would have been great to go down to Florida, but that would have extended the trip that much more. You can Mm -hmm. just do so much. (laughs) But things like that.
3: The water heater was a simple fix—the grounding a wire. Oh, yeah. So if I'd, I, I just looked at it because I was in my head, I was thinking, "Oh, maybe I need to call somebody." But when I got home and looked, oh, jeez, it's just a little wire. I just need to reattach it, and, and it, it would have been fine. But um, uh, um, no, that's, I don't.
2: We really had a pretty smooth trip.
3: No, it it's just interesting. What you see, said one of the Glacier National Park. That to me was the most disappointing. Oh, true. That's very. Because we didn't weird. go on the when well, we saw it two nice places, and you maybe you were there. One was it was dirt like a dirt oh road. Gosh, in so fact, in that fact, that. on this road, it we went, went to a hotel, big beautiful Manny Glacier hotel. Yeah, man, yeah, yep. that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that road, you were on that road, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. Well, it was very bumpy. Huh? Very, it was mm-hmm. incredible. I, think I was kind of amazed. Water heater went out. Okay. <laughs> oh, I pro- I think it was. Yeah, because that went for. It went for it several miles. I know, you were no 10 miles. Yeah. Yes. And in yes. fact, my uh, door, I could not open the back part of my truck door after it after that jammed. road. Uh oh. It would. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. But, uh, you know, so we didn't get on that. Road, road to the sun, and um, that was disappointing. That was disappointing. Yeah, the campsite that we were at was you know, it could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we got on the east side, not the west side. Right. I don't know if there's, in terms of the beauty of would but it was you know nice. And we went to the also the uh, on the other side, different place. Maybe did you guys stop at this uh, little cafe? Oh, or the, it uh, was
2: called the Huckleberry cafe something, something cafe. Oh.
3: Huckleberries are great. Yeah, did not well, stop at love that one. Huckleberry.
1: We, we did try to get our share of Huckleberry things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Huckleberry pie, Huckleberry beer, Huckleberry. Yeah. Yes. P- yes.
2: Wine. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Huckleberry, oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Wonder, the yeah. ice cream was so yeah. good. Yeah. Huckleberry, good. At the campground we stayed at in Glacier National Park, we mentioned to the guy in the office, Oh, that, that looks like a nice cafe where you can get, you know, Huckleberry pie, but it doesn't seem to be open. When is it open? He said, You know, I have an inn there. I'll call them if you. Do you want a pie? I said, "Yeah, we'd like a pie." And, and then he goes, I said, "How much are they?" "$40." Oh. So nice. I said, "You know what? When are they open? We'll go and have a piece of pie." <laughs> <laughs> so we did. We got yeah. we had a piece of pie. There. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. So,
0: are you ever considering doing an epic trip like this again? And if so, how would you do it differently?
3: Definitely, uh, assuming our health is is good, you know, and yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we do. would obviously, still the relatives would be in the mix in terms of visiting, and ho- hopefully her sister and my sister, and there's a kind of a, sort of a mini reunion up in uh, Saratoga, you know, with, uh, with, my, with some of my nieces too. and nephews. Yeah. Plenty. Of, there's so much to see across the country, yeah. so much yeah. to see. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, this book says a lot more things, uh, Catholic things to see, and t- a ton of things to see. So I don't know if we we would... Maybe try to get a, more, a few more southern states like Georgia, or we were in Mississippi, but we didn't stop anyplace mm-hmm. there. But perhaps North Carolina, South Carolina—I don't know. Um, in that the either. summertime, that's kind of a—it was muggy in New Orleans for sure, but it wasn't—you it wasn't know, it's that doable. It was, it was, you know, you just to adjust for it. You know, it's just, yeah. you sweat a lot, so you yeah. lose yeah. a little weight that you, you know, you're eating too much. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so.
1: so I guess kind of like as a wrap-up, anything else that you'd like to share about your trip or tips that you'd have for somebody who's thinking about doing an epic trip like this? Simple things
3: to minimize, things that could really throw a wrench in you today. Uh, No rush. Minimize the rushing. Because, you know, Lorraine fell one place.
2: Oh, that's right.
3: uh, And she was getting out, and we, we had to jack up the camper, and it was her first step getting out was long. She fell. And I was in Ohio, and luckily nothing bad happened. But then those kind of things that you, if you rush, you're going to have more of that, getting in and out of stuff. So don't rush, period. And then a simple little thing, believe it or not, this simple thing, but it could be a real hassle. Our truck, you know, you could lock the keys inside. Oh, yes. Right? (laughs) Uh Yeah. And... That was one apprehension I actually had, you know, and so I.
2: We each had a key, though, so we were okay.
3: But you know, your purse could have been in, in there, <laughs> and, and so I mentally, I say every time I get out of the truck, I have to visibly see the key. Uh-huh. Simple thing, and every there was three things that I wanted to be close to me wherever it was with my phone. My keys and 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 my wallet. Those three, Mm -hmm. they have to be close because (laughs) you lose one of those three things on the trip, and you are in trouble. Yeah, I mean, and if not trouble, it's going to delay you, maybe a day, Mm -hmm. maybe more. I don't know. You know, Uh, so those those, just that little mindset. You got to keep them where you know, visibly. Close, you know, go to bed, they're right there. (laughs) Yeah. That kind of thing. I totally agree.
2: Yeah. Um, I have a couple of things. Um, When we were using our computer in the camper, a lot of the campgrounds don't have very good Wi-Fi. Right. So we used a hotspot, a personal hotspot, Mm -hmm. and that was wonderful. That Mm -hmm. made all the difference in the world. And one little tip I want to give, too, though, is that this happened at about two different places, because we're in a truck camper, when we leave the campsite to go anywhere, it looks like we're not there. Oh. Mm-hmm. We left two hoses, was that in
1: that South in
2: Dakota? In South Deadwood. Dakota, Deadwood. Deadwood. We left them on the picnic table, two hoses. They were gone when we got back. Mm. Then we left our jacks on the ground. Uh oh. Not jacks, what do you call those? The little orange things. L- L- Levelers. Levelers, Levelers. Yeah. on the ground. Yeah. They were gone when we that got back. In Ohio. But yeah. it turns out it wasn't like they were stolen, which we thought at first. The, the place where we were staying, some of the maintenance people picked them up. Oh. And they couldn't find them for us while we were still there when we reported it. They found them after we left. Oh, no. So, I mean, we had to get new hoses. We, had, we didn't get new levelers, but we just used the levelers on our camper, you know, uh-huh, the automatic uh-huh, ones. Uh-huh. But anyway, you just have to be aware of that when you have a vehicle that doesn't stay there. Like right. if you have a trailer, right. people know you're there. But if you take most of it with you and leave yeah. a few little yeah. things, they might think you're yeah. not. Yeah.
0: We find even when you leave the trailer, you just still have to be cautious yeah, about what absolutely. you leave out because uh-huh.
3: yeah, you never yeah.
0: there will be some that feel free to take so. exactly yeah. yeah. Another we, we a matter of fact, we had come back at we were Sequoia National Park and our ice chest was gone. Oh really? Oh, and we're like, what the heck? Why would somebody It's an old ice chest? Why? Why would somebody want this? I mean, it just—it turned out the um, ranger. park ranger put it in the bear box. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 So make sure yeah. you kind of look at the places like that too yeah. when things are missing. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. It was <laughs> an empty ice chest There's no food in it, no. so we no, no, but you yeah, couldn't leave ice that. chest yeah. Out. Yeah. Could, right,
2: because right. the bears know that there could be food in yeah. it. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: There's another thing that thinking about this as we're traveling. In, for example, in Mount Rushmore, okay, the route to it, and we used ways, but it had a little listing of bridge heights. Oh yeah. Right, or tunnel heights. Actually. Tunnel on heights. ways? No, not on ways. Oh okay okay. Not on ways. Okay. Um, it was a map, a different map that I looked at. Oh, I think okay. on oh, okay. uh, Google or something, but it had. It looked like it was going to be okay that because i had I had twelve feet, I need twelve feet, okay, with I have an air conditioning on top, and so fine, when I get back east in New York, especially okay, there are highways what they call them parkways that trucks even aren't allowed on, and the, the heights of them you know could okay. could be an issue. There was one place where in Niagara Falls area, where the the tunnel was twelve feet now i mines is not twelve feet it's a little tolerance that I gave. Several inches. So, it, but it was you know going through this. I think there's a, and I was uh, I was hoping that Ways would have something like that to show the 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 tunnel height because you never know. I mean, and it, it's always kind of re- encouraging if you're going down the road and you see a big trail coming back the other way. Mm-hmm. Well, now you know that you know <laughs> they, it's they're right. probably yeah. going to be all right. Yeah. But we, different places, you know, it could be an issue where you'd have to.
1: Yeah. So with the trailer, we end up using. A supplemental app called RV Life where you put in the dimensions of your, you know, how wide you are, how tall you yeah. are, and it'll give you directions based on that, what you're driving yeah. in. Oh, so oh, when we take good. trips to places that we're not familiar with, we rely on that. So far, we've really only been on the western side of the country, but I've always been concerned is when the day comes that we go on the eastern side of the country, because yeah. I know things there are smaller and narrower and you yeah. have to be much more attentive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: Like I think even
0: with the app you still have to be very attentive oh, yeah. because yeah, you yeah. you don't know if it's completely accurate. Yeah, exactly.
3: Exactly. A lot of places would have the elevation on the thing, you know, mm-hmm. you'd see it and especially as it gets lower, but uh,
0: which, you know, the other tip would be make sure you know the height of your, your You've got tow to know vehicle that. and your trailer. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna miss part yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we sure appreciated you guys coming here and giving us this wonderful information we so enjoy you you we enjoyed your facebook postings it just gave us more incentive to go out there and do what you did mm-hmm. and i hope that your descriptions of what you did on this journey will cause others to go out there and want to enjoy that kind of journey yes. also so yes. thank you so much and we appreciate so much you being here and thank in the meantime <laughs> of course of course in the meantime We'd like to say thank you all for joining us on The Places Where We Go. And if you'd like to subscribe to us, go to your favorite podcast, Apple, or any podcast of your choice, and, and like us. And we sure would appreciate that and some comments along the way.
1: Until next time, we'll see you at The Places Where We Go.
0: If you have any comments or info to share with us about travel, you can write us at comments at theplaceswherewego.com
1: you can also follow us on social media right now we're on Twitter and Instagram both at theplaceswherewego
0: thanks for joining us and we hope to see you at the places where we go
1: see you next time
0: bye now